There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Never take us alive, gotta think about the drama inside. Mr. Mac Mania, you will never take us alive, gotta think about the drama inside. Mr. Mac Mania, you will never take us alive, gotta think about the drama inside. Mr. Mac Mania, you will never take us alive, gotta think about the drama inside. One more time for the two times, champion Grand Slam champion, give it up for the man! Yeah, we're good. <laughs> By the way, they told me like to go back there. Yeah. This is I, I wasn't sure what this was. I was like, oh, yeah. is this the podcast? I guess it is. Yeah, I, I just heard about it like a couple hours ago. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what's you. up, guys? Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate me. Thank you. I appreciate myself yeah, yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go down. Tell myself <laughs> in the mirror, Miz, you are awesome. You're amazing. You're <laughs> yeah, incredible. Yeah. You have a great day. Put yourself yeah. over, brother. That, that's you have huge, question. massive, gigantic. There's kids in the room, so. <laughs> oh, yo, Walters. Yo, we um, we are we recording, baby boy? I, I didn't even know because I didn't want to just start. We're always recording. If the microphone is on, you better be recording because it's gold, baby. This, it's this, gold. This, my, this, when, you didn't put your hand up, so like I, just, I, I can't. I, I will, I'll keep talking until <laughs> you put your hand up. The hand's not going up today. We're going to talk for a while. You got questions. I got answers. Uh, well, first and foremost, um, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, we have the Miz. If y'all listening to the sound of my voice, um, um, hello. It got sir. deeper. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. definitely got. You went yeah, serious yeah. on us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, brother? Uh, uh, honestly, uh, you know, I got in here probably about one a.m. last night. Um, flew in and then woke up and uh, got ready. Put a suit on for you. Didn't have a shiny bling bling jacket like you got on, but Listen, uh, real, real real talk. I was I had I literally have a suit in like prepared for this for seeing you right. Yeah. And you and chose I, this outfit because because I stepped out in this Nashville humidity. Yo, and I was yeah. like, Listen, man. Yeah. The Miz, he gonna understand. I let him wear the suit, man. He'll understand. Yeah. Right? Oh, I understand. <laughs> I understand that you are preparing for the job that you have, not the job that you want. You know, and I understand that if it's a hundred percent 
90% humidity <laughs> and 100 degrees out, then Miz is still going to wear a three-piece suit and look like a star, you act a like star. a star, be a star, because he is a star. And you will still be a podcaster. <laughs> hey, we're one of 20 million on this planet, right? We are special to roll yeah, class yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. But are you number one? Because Logan Paul claims that he has the number one podcast. Do you believe I Logan believe, Paul? Don't I don't believe He's Logan Paul. I don't believe anything <laughs> Logan Paul says, but that's what they, people are saying. Outrageous. So, you know, I'm a big fan of your work there, Mr. Miz. What happened to Marine Six? Why did he kill you off, brother? I need to know this. Well, you just ruined it for all the kids out <laughs> here that years. probably aren't old enough to <laughs> see the Marine four. Six. But uh, yes, uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, myself, as well as Becky Lynch, were all starred in uh, Marine Six. And uh, I did three, four, five, and six. And I think it was just time. Like, yeah. it was, it, honestly, it was a great closure to a, a great, um, you know, movie. Uh, not trilogy. I mean, it was a six of them. So. Franchise. Yeah, franchise. Thank you. Yes. So it was a great. It was a great ending to a great franchise, and uh, I was really proud of each movie. And uh, I think they. I, I wasn't sure if they were going to have Sean take over, but if they needed someone to take over, like yeah. it was ready and built up, and he's a perfect person to do that. Oh yeah. Well, Thank you for watching, by the way. Did you enjoy each one? Which one was your favorite? <laughs> uh, I actually like Marine 5 a little bit more, but if you put me on the spot, I love you them You like all. Marine 5, I huh? love them all, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, Marine <laughs> 5 had the biggest just... WWE cast out of them all. <laughs> well, uh, uh, SummerSlam coming up. You got a, you got a match. You got a match against a guy you used to kick it with. Y'all had fun, and then all of a sudden, you did a skull crusher finale and WrestleMania, then all of a sudden, there's this battle going on between you and Logan Paul. What's, what's, what's going on? What's, what's, what's your problem? He doesn't get... What do you mean, what's my what's problem? Your, what's your problem? My problem is that you have your notes on your phone, and you couldn't literally remember all these barn burner questions that you had. I just like, literally, the first He's ripping. Minutes. He's ripping. He doesn't have a phone. You got a phone in your hand. You're like, uh, reading the question off your phone. The Miz. I like, was just riffing for the first second. Seven a little minutes. bit. First, you don't wear a suit. Now you're literally asking questions I, off that you yeah, you prepared questions. I, I, like I just, that's a prepared question. I freestyled everything that just happened until right there. You were freestyling, just, and then you looked at your phone and, and you started went, stuttering. And had Logan Paul on. That's up and okay. Logan. You needed, you needed that one. It's a match. Like well, you needed to ask that. Look at that question. Listen, and ask anybody, it, listen, there's multiple Paul. Pauls, sir. You got to make sure it's the right one. I had to make one. sure it was you're the right Paul. <laughs> you know? uh, so at WrestleMania, I mean, Paul Logan Paul just doesn't get. I mean, get our business, I guess you can say. So at WrestleMania, yeah. we try to create moments that will last a lifetime. And listening to the audience, they wanted a moment. And guess who gave it to them? You. The Miz. So uh, he didn't understand that, look, it's a moment that people wanted to see. And don't worry. It's a Skull Crush finale. It'll only hurt for a little bit. That's why we tell kids not to try what we do at home. Right. So facts, don't facts, do the facts. Skull Crush finale to your friends, okay? Don't do it. Uh, but uh, And then uh, he got mad at that. So sometimes people get mad and take it the wrong way. Uh, I took it as, look, we gave him a moment. Uh, he took it as, you embarrassed me, which I did. Uh, <laughs> but it was for a good cause. Yeah. And uh, he came back to first SummerSlam, and he wanted a match with me. And I'm like, D like, see, Different what people story. don't understand about our business is that there's a difference between doing a tag match yes, and a singles match. A tag match, I can cover for you. Like, I can protect you out there. In a singles match, I can't do that. You are on your own, and literally, it's going to be what it's going to be. Right. Um, I don't know who's training him. 
but I can't wait to see what he he has in store for us on Saturday because, I mean, this is SummerSlam. This is the biggest party of the summer. I mean, yeah. people have trained their entire lives. I mean, Champa, this is his first SummerSlam. Wow. He's been wrestling forever. <laughs> One of the most talented superstars really that, you know, I, I feel like we haven't seen on Monday Night Raw enough of. And right. here's Logan Paul having his first singles match at SummerSlam. So, you know, it's it's just one of those things like, uh, you know, you always hear the uh, the disgruntled, and believe me, Champa's not one of them, the disgruntled people that are like, you know, why is he taking one of our spots? And I get why he has one of the spots. I mean, he does have a huge following. Right. Granted, it won't be in the building at uh, on Saturday. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, they'll wow. be probably at their home watching on YouTube or something, you know. Where, well, Peacock, because Peacock is where you can find Put it over, brother. Put it over, brother. And they do a terrific job. Premium with, live event. With everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not terrific, so, a little spicy. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's what's going to happen on Saturday. Saturday, Logan Paul is going to get a reality check, I guess you can say. Ah, that's callback. So, with Logan Paul, he has a different set of skills, though. I mean, you train differently with something like that. You just go, I'm going to do what I do, and I've done what I've done for the past decade. And like, I'm not lying to you. He was the fastest, like, natural talent I've ever seen take to being a professional wrestler, like being a WWE superstar. And I'm talking... I've been doing this for like 23 years now. Incredible. The fastest Incredible. out of anyone. And I'm talking celebrity or WWE superstar. Like, I don't pick things up very fast at all. He's like, a quick study, huh? You might be like, oh, no, Miz. No, if you remember me right in the beginning... I was terrible, like I would, I would, horrible. I would, I would and sometimes go, I, go, I still look at my matches hard. and I go, you're terrible, you're horrible. But, you know, you work at it and uh, like I like to think that where my talent lacks, my hard work picks up. And so I'll wor outwork everybody to where I will beat your talent because, you know what, you're not working hard enough. Oh. So that's kind of where I stand. But Logan is one of those people that just picks something up right off the bat. I would show him something and literally he would get it right away and I was like how did you just do that 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 usually takes like practice and time and he just picked it up quickly so um so yeah I mean he is definitely one of the best natural talents I've ever seen but still you're uh, going up however. against an 18 year veteran in WWE talk about it and I'm not pulling back like I'm not gonna hold back just because you are coming out there like we have to give the audience exactly what they want. Mm. And it's a moment, like I say, that will last a lifetime and they will definitely get a skull crushing finale from The Miz to Logan Paul to celebrate mm. uh, <laughs> at Nissan Stadium. Yeah. Rejoice. <laughs> now, listen, Miz, I know you was you was trolling me earlier about my phone, but I brought my phone because my best friend in the whole wide world, Jordan, listen, I love your brother. He had a, I said, yo, I got The Miz and he's you're one of your biggest fans. And I was like, what would you ask The Miz? And he actually wrote something, and it's like it's really, it's really cool. And I said, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read it out. He don't know I'm doing this right now, but I'm gonna read it out. He says, I would pers personally be interested in knowing how the Miz never wavered from being rejected by the company slash locker room at first, kept his head down, and then when he made it, he never turned his back on anyone, never talked ish, never jumped ship, never ever left WWE, even when in movies, TV hosting, and reality TV opportunities called. He stayed consistent, loyal, present, and relevant. <laughs> Is there a question in there, or is it just no. a? Uh, I, 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 I,
match. So I guess the, the, the question is, how did I do it or why did I do it? Or just, just re reflecting upon, like, because when he said it, I was like, I'm going to ask him that tomorrow and, and just see what he thinks about, about that statement. And, and do you agree, disagree? What's your thoughts on reflecting upon? Oh, I agree. <laughs> um, now, when I was a kid, you know, growing up, I was a huge WWE fan. Like, I, I like some people liked WCW, ECW. I liked WWE. Right. I liked Ultimate Warrior. He was my favorite. And yeah, there you go. And, uh, and so growing up and being able to have the privilege of being in the same ring as yeah. like, you know, all these heroes of mine, like I've been able to wrestle some of the greatest like legends ever or be in the ring with some of my heroes. Yeah. You know, like I've gotten in the ring with like, some people are like, Woohoo, Marty Jannetty, like was I remember oh, yeah. being being playing the Rockers and I would always be Marty Jannetty and my buddy would be like Shawn Michaels. Now well, it's the opposite because you want to be Shawn Michaels and not <laughs> Marty Jannetty. But you know, either way, like I, I couldn't believe it. I was wrestling Marty Jannetty in a in a match of that I'm not the Jannetty of the tag team of Miz and Morrison. That was the the whole premise of the match. But I ended up beating Marty Jannetty and then like I've been in the ring with like Roddy Roddy Piper. You know, you know, all Crazy, these man. huge, like, you know, you look at it like Shawn Michaels I've been in the ring with. Ric Flair, like, literally gave me his figure four in a promo segment. And Crazy, I was like, man. this is insane to me. Like, I was a kid growing up in Parma, Ohio, like, was not huge. Like, back then, you know, when I was growing up, you had to be six, seven, 300 pounds of pure solid muscle. There's no way someone like me could be a WWE superstar. And once I got on the real world, believe it or not, uh, on MTV, that was a huge show way back in the day, yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah, ago. <laughs> I, I finally realized like I could do whatever I set my mind out to do. And so when I went and said, dad, I'm gonna be a professional wrestler, he started laughing at me and was like, no way. And anyone I would tell, even in LA, like, you know, where it's the heart of entertainment, I'd be like going to like a club and be like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna be a professional wrestler. I'd be like, why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? Because I get to perform like in front of a live audience each and every week. Like I get to like be out there and just not only, you know, act, improvise, yeah. do something athletic. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. People are always like, why do you love it so much? I mean, because it's like a movie. It's like yeah. you're watching a movie each and every week. The, the characters are larger than the life. The storylines are second to none. Hmm. And it's just a lot of fun for me to go out there. Like when I'm on a movie set, I don't get people chanting, you suck. And I miss it, to Imagine. be honest with you. You know, I don't get people booing me and telling me how terrible I'm doing as, in, in my acting job, you know. But, uh, but you miss it when you're on set. And when I was doing Dancing with the Stars this year, I was gone for the longest I've ever been gone, which was, I think, two months. Uh, thanks for not voting for me to move further. Yeah, what's wrong with y'all? I did Appreciate it once. It. I forgot. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Thanks, bro. guys. Just, it, yeah, you can vote up to ten times. I just, just you know, so you know, things happen. Uh, but that was the longest I've ever been away, and uh, you know, you miss, you know, getting in the ring, and you know, the bumps and bruises, and you miss the camaraderie in the locker room, and you miss the fans mostly. So yeah, I mean, I, to answer your question, a lump sum. How? Yeah. Um, because of love, you know, the love of being a WWE superstar, the love of seeing the fans, the love of doing everything that we do and everything it presents. Like back then, you know, 
you might have not had an opportunity to be in movies, TV, reality, you know, hosting, but WWE not only allows you to be a WWE superstar, but allows you to do all those things all wrapped in one. So why not take advantage of it? Incredible. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Uh, piggybacking off that, one of my favorite episodes of the, the docuseries, WWE Evil, was your episode. That's my favorite one. Goes through your, your entire story. Check it out. If you was guys it? Yeah. It was. It was. Is it because I'm here? Absolutely no, not. Oh, no. like, I don't blow Miz. I don't blow no, smoke. No, Evan was, uh, Evan was in other episodes. He was in the Taker episode. I was in other episodes. I don't know if my favorite. Yours is my favorite. Uh, because, because, it, because it gave me, on a, on a serious note, I don't blow smoke, Miz, bro. Like, yeah. watching every single one and watching everyone's story and thinking I know stories and then watching your journey, thinking I knew about your, the struggles and stuff like that and hearing your perspective, truly, truly unbelievable. Oh, like, thanks. Your, your, your rise, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know, we, I know, I, I kid, but when I when I brass tack sitting down with my wife watching you and watching that, and you becoming a mainstay in this business and a first ballot Hall of Famer, mm. we'll you, see. You are, and you are <laughs> absolutely, and, and no one, no one. When I say that, no one. There was a time where people would laugh. No one laughs when I say that now. It's true. Yeah, no one laughs because I I've said that, but I, I've when I said that before and I got chuckles. I say that now and I I hear crickets because your first ballot Hall of Famer. Well, you, I hope you don't hear crickets because that's the one thing you never want in WWE. <laughs> no, because no one's like, no one's like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? But you know, like, so, so, to, so to, to flow, but not to jump on you, brother. But that, that's my favorite episode because it showed me a, a different side of a person I didn't know that much about, and I felt like I got a closer glimpse at um. Mr. Mike Mizana. And yeah. it's real cool that someone watched that season in the real world. You were the Miz back then. And then you didn't get a different name or like, no, nah, I'm the Miz. That's what it is. Uh, but my question is, was that a, a moment for you when people stop laughing, the crickets, I guess? Was it a moment for you when people go, oh, wait, no, we're actually on board with you? Or was it gradual from your perspective? Mm. Oh, it was, I still don't believe it. Uh, we, did, <laughs> we did a 24 that did a really good job of just my career. And the questions, you know, when you're doing these docu-series, they, they just ask questions and you just yeah. go off of it. And literally, I must have spoke for like five hours 
about my career, ups and downs, everything. And afterwards, I was like, man, that's pretty good career, huh? <laughs> and he was like, well, yeah, that's why we're doing this 24 on you. And I'm like, yeah, but I guess when you're living in it and you're living in life, you just go day to day. Like mm. every day is just, you know, you wake up in the morning and you hope it's better than the next and you hope to, you know, figure out your goals and take one step forward into achieving those goals and figuring out what it is you want. And when you do achieve a goal, okay, what's my next goal that is unattainable, unachievable? And then you go out and you set it like, cause like I always set goals, right? And these goals are like dreams and dreams aren't meant to be done. Like dreams are like meant to be done when you're sleeping. And it's like, but then when you're awake and you're like, wait a second, this dream, this goal that I had of being a WWE superstar, I just achieved it. All right. What's my yeah. next goal? All right. I want to be WWE champion. Everyone's like, no way. There's no way you're going to be WWE champion. Then like, you know, three years later, I'm WWE champion. I'm like, Oh man, that was an unattainable goal. Like, Damn. Okay, I'm going to main event WrestleMania. <laughs> That'll never happen. Damn. Oh, wow, I just main evented WrestleMania. Oh, man, holy cow. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to win the WWE Championship again. And then it's like, no way. You won it once. You had your chance, and you blew it. And now you're just going to go up and down. You're just going to be that mid-carder for the rest of your life. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, wait. I just got the money in the bank again somehow, some way. I didn't win the money in the bank ladder match either. This is weird. Uh, oh, wait. I just cashed in and won the WWE Championship against a guy that could not be beat. Like, at the time, there, no one could beat Drew McIntyre. It was like... He was like Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns, like at that time. And then all of a sudden, here I am, the guy that loses every week, cashing my money in the bank. Boom, <laughs> WWE champion. Boom, there you go. So great. You know, so it's like, it's always one of those things like you're like, ah, like, whoa, there's a goal. Uh, let's try it for it again. So, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. You've been, um, catch the tryouts at all down there? Um, what tryouts? The the, the wrestling trials. Like yes. Dwight Howard the trying out to be a WWE superstar. Is that, that what we're talking people about? down there. Is it bringing back memories? You watching any of the talent down there? I actually catch haven't seen that yet. I saw like uh, yesterday. I saw Dwight Howard cutting a promo, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, I saw Paul Heyman giving great advice, um, which yeah. always he's a wealth of knowledge. Um, so no, I haven't seen it down there yet, but it reminds me of like tough enough when you walk into the ring and they're like, yeah. all right, cut a promo. And you're like, wait, what? This is it. Okay. All right. Like I remember I had a promo per Baird and it was not a very good promo, but it was good enough to get me casted on the show. Do you remember it at all? Huh? Do you remember it at all? That that promo? Anything from the promo? I think I, I used to start it off with, this is the true story of when The Miz came to the million dollar tough enough challenge. <laughs> something like that. Like I wanted, it, I wanted it something like, you know, finally, The Rock has come back. And I was like, well, what's the thing that I could do that's similar, but not similar? Because when you're, when you're, so I was two years in, three years into doing developmental, not developmental, but like I, signed up to be in ultimate pro wrestling which is an independent wrestling school not associated with wwe hmm. and so believe it or not yeah i was on the indies not really not like the you know indie darlings that some of you have um but so i uh i knew like they always say take from your favorites and like take little bits and pieces and then that'll finally make you your own originality so right. i was like oh if the rock has something to introduce himself with i can need something and i was like oh the true story that's the real world goes hand in hand yeah. so i'll do that 
And then, yeah, that's how I kind of started my promo. I don't remember what I said Crazy. after that. But, uh, but yeah, I think they, they saw my energy. They saw my passion. And I could do the physical stuff. So I made it onto the cast of Tough Enough. Didn't win. By the way, it was a fan vote. Probably would have won if it was the executives. But and I was kind of glad I didn't win. And now you made, But now you made it all the way to this podcast. You made it. I made it. This was my goal, by the way. You know how I was That's saying? You make goals. You yeah. make dreams. This like, was it. The dream was to be on this podcast. That's what I'm talking in about. In which I don't even know the name of the podcast. <laughs> I was, gonna, I was gonna announce it, but you, but you came in hot, and I was like, he's cooking right I'm now. Always, I'm always hot. I'm not, I'm not cutting this man me. off. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mac Mania podcast. Uh, <laughs> go, 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 go. Uh, you're a baseball guy, multiple time MVP of the All Star softball game. I mean, it must be just boring being around people so less athletically inclined than you are. What's it like being a multiple time MVP? <laughs> It was, it, you know, you know what? So I've done the the Major League Baseball celebrity softball game during All Star Weekend four times now, and do you know who the biggest star ever? Like biggest reaction? Like they announce everyone, and usually gets a reaction, and it's like, oh man, like holy cow, this guy's here. Yeah. Who Bad do you think the biggest one? Bad was? Bunny, Benito. No. Really? He's number two, by the way. <laughs> by the way, by the way, number two, number one, it blew everyone's mind. Bill Nye, the science guy. And this was my first year. My first year, it was like mean. It was like, yay. And then it was like some bachelor dude where all you could just hear the females just screaming. (laughs) And then Bill Nye gets up there. And I swear to you, I've never heard such a. It was like Austin at Mania this year. You know what I mean? Science rules, man. I was like, oh, my God. This many people know Bill Nye, the science guy. But Benny, yeah, Benito, like he he had a very good reaction. Brian Cranston had a good reaction this year, Brian but Cranston, no man. one, no one gets Bill Nye the Science Guy reactions. I'll tell you what, <laughs> man, yo, he got to come in the ring. No, take a bump. Got to get him here. So uh, we, what we do on the show typically, everyone does the Mount Rushmore. They do the wrestlers, but we don't do the wrestlers because it's I don't want you leaving anybody off the list and, and pissing anybody off. I'll so piss we try, everyone so off. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know you don't mind, but we try to take it down a different path. You're an Ohio guy, so I wanted to get your four favorite, I don't know, Ohio, Ohio like superstars of all time. Chisel out the stone of the four best people in Ohio, athletes, whatever, actors. Am you I not included? Be? You can put yourself in there. You're, you're, it's your, you got the chisel. You're in the mountain right now. We'll go with Mark Price. Ooh. Okay. Uh, jumper you was wet. You all probably have no idea who Listen, he is, he had a but silky he is jumper. an absolute legend in Cleveland. Love, but had a jumper ca- cast. Uh, Bernie Kosar, because uh, I remember Dolphin. being in a school bus in fifth grade singing Bernie, Bernie, oh, baby, Super Bowl. <laughs> we didn't go, but we were singing that song until Denver came along and John Elway ruined it. Um, so that's two. Uh, three... Let's go with, hmm. See, it's always tough because you can go different different avenues. We can go baseball. Good. I mean, you can go Albert Bell. You can go oh, Corey man. Schneider. Wow. You can go all those ways. But I'm not going to go there yet. Uh, I'm. Oh, Jim Tomey. There yeah, we go. I didn't, I didn't we'll, go we'll go baseball. So there, there's your three. So we have Mark Price. We have Bernie Kosar. Mm-hmm. We have Jim, Jim Tomey. Tomey. And the fourth, who would it be for some good ones right there? A Mount Rushmore. Let's do something in entertainment. I mean, let's do it. I'm gonna go Bone Thugs in Harmony. Wow! <laughs> wait a minute, that's like that's like four dudes. Wait, wait, I hold on. See you 
coming. Fuck the rules. We got, we, got, we, got a little, we got a little bit of time left, and I, we, we didn't know people were going to be here, so I wanted to kick it to, yo, my man, you got a question for the Miz, please. I've been, I've been, oh, you've been waiting with bated breath. Ask the brother, brother. My name is Stephen. First off, great to meet you. Been following your career since the real world days. Um, and for those people that may not have been alive or watching back then, I remember watching you out on the streets, like cutting promos with Coral and just wow. goofing off. And like from day one, when you were on TV, you were telling people you wanted to be a wrestler. Hmm. You were forming this persona of the Miz early on. And now, fast forward 20 some years later, multiple time Grand Slam champion. Two times. AJ Styles says you're the best heel in wrestling. Boom. Like, all these accolades, and love him or hate him, you're facing a huge mainstream crossover superstar mm. at SummerSlam on Saturday. So my question is, looking back to where you started and the dreams you had, do you think that version of Miz would have ever foreseen where you ended up now? No, not a, not a chance. <laughs> when I was growing up, when I was some of these kids' ages, like, I loved baseball, basketball, football. I loved watching wrestling, but that wasn't an option back then. Like, the option was you go to school, after school, uh, you go to high school, then after high school, you go to college, after college, you go back to wherever you're from, you get a job, you get a family, and that's what you do for the rest of your life. Like, dreams are meant to be done while you're sleeping, as I said before, and so that's kind of was my mindset. It wasn't until I got onto the real world, and I, the reason why I got on the real world was I was in my frat, my fraternity at, at Miami of Ohio, and I was watching real world, and it was like, do you want to be on the real world? And I was like, boy, do I. <laughs> well, here's how you do it. Boy, do I. And so <laughs> I signed up, and all my friends were laughing at me. Dude, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Wow. So after like three months of auditioning, yes, it took like three months of auditioning, and it was just like asking all these different questions to me. Like the, the number one question I always was like, the, the person was like, if you're an onion and I peel away your frat and your family and your friends, what's at the core of Mike Mizanin? And I was like, I have no clue what you are even talking about. Just book me, bro. Yeah, but, but they put me on the show yeah. and you said like, you know, I. When I went on that show, I didn't have the mindset of going, oh, well, I'm going to use this to parlay it into wrestling. Oh. oh, man. It was, no, I was just uncomfortable in the setting that I was put in. I mean, I was literally being filmed. Like, there was camera people. Like, it, like on the real world, there's a camera guy, there's a microphone guy, there's a lighting guy, and there's a guy that holds all the tapes. Because back then, we, they used to put tapes inside <laughs> of a... Of a camera. That's back in so, Kim Tomey's days. So, these kids, yeah. these kids are like, kids are like, like tapes. What's that? What? Yeah, we what had tapes, days? kids. Okay. And by the way, there was no camera phones either. No iPhones, no yeah. MySpace, yeah, or Instagram, or ticket and talking. There's none of that Appreciate stuff. Appreciate no, this. No, none of these little Snapchats. There's none of that, all right? So I had to make my own like video and it's like make your own video so i had this v big vhs like put on the shoulder recorder that i put on my shoulder and i'd film everything so in order to record things we didn't have like these cool computers where you can do editing software and all that stuff no i put a cord in my vhs like like video thingy that you just press record and then you press play on the part you want and then you press stop and then you have this little fizzling part where you're editing and it was just the worst kind of editing Goes process ever and sent that in and yeah. you know after a bunch of times I, I made it on the show and then once I made it onto the show I was so uncomfortable in my setting you know there's cameras always on us 
you know, I was living in New York City. I was broke. Like, they were like, oh, didn't they pay you? No, you don't get, like, I would have done it for free. Like, I think afterwards they pay you, but I maxed out all my credit cards because I was like, well, yo, if I'm on the real world, I'm going to live it up. I'm yeah. going to do this right. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I made myself broke <laughs> because it's New York City and I'm from Parma, Ohio. When you're in New York City, I was like, well, this is a once in a chance lifetime, so why not try it out? Incredible. So did that. And uh, and then finally, after being so uncomfortable, so so in every, all my roommates hated me. I was like the outcast. And finally, I just created this character uh when i was out drinking one night called the miz and he just told everyone exactly like it was it was my wrestling character it was my wrestling persona and everyone took to it and everyone liked the miz more than they liked mike like all my roommates would be like yo can you just leave and look, wait wait do the miz real quick do the miz real quick do it to all <laughs> my friends watch this guy yeah like <laughs> can you just get out you're so annoying but do the miz real quick Damn. so then the miz became kind of my way of coping with uh, uncomfortability, if you will. Incredible, man. And finally, like, I got done with the show. Still didn't think, like, oh, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. That, that was not in the mindset yet until I got home, and I was like, well, what do I do now? Like, I just got done doing the real world. I'm in, back in Cleveland. I was like, well, what's my dream? What do I want to do? And I was like, I want to be a wrestler. So I went on, like, Yahoo, and was, like, looking up professional wrestling schools, and there was, like, <laughs> Ohio Valley in Kentucky or UPW in like uh california and i was like yeah i'm gonna live in la <laughs> <laughs> i just explain why you hate youtube so much you know the whole vhs things you, know? you are crazy. Sorry to look uh ken you got a question ken this no don't get scared now it's, this was good this is gold this is a good way to end <laughs> <laughs> they're so big i don't have to <laughs> Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, The Miz. Thank you guys very much. <laughs> what a podcast. It was Best good. podcast ever. You're damn right. What's it called again? Mac Mania. That's Mac right. Mac Mania, everybody. <laughs> Coming to you live from where the hell are we? Wild Saloon. Wild, Wild Horse Saloon, That's baby. That's right. Wild Horse Saloon is here in Nashville, Tennessee. Here we go. The culmination of the Miz's career is happening right here. For That's right. <laughs> By the way, did you just hear like the uh, me doing the accent? It was good. No, don't do it. I, did, no, I, like, I have to leave with everyone booing me. Yeah. You know, that's my thing. Like I'm going up against Logan Paul. There's Who no way he could be out booed than me. He's a listen. He's an actor. That, that southern yeah. draw was on point. Is that baby. acting? Yeah. Listen, listen. I, listen. I don't know. That's acting. <laughs> <laughs>